Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Geeky Dinks. This week, the kids have gone to bed, we've turned on the scary movies, we've turned out the lights, no more kids are coming to the door, ringing the bell, or knocking, right. <laughs> screaming, <laughs> no more traffic on the streets. If you're out, you're probably making mischief. <laughs> yeah, this is the scary part of Halloween where, you know, a lot of people fear that, you know, the true origins of Halloween. Right, with the Wiccans, witches, mm-hmm. yep. druids. I was say, I think you got it. A uh, pagan. Is that the uh, word? Pagan, Pagans. that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, it's a pagan holiday. That's the <laughs> word we're looking for. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, this is the... the part where we talk about the scary stuff the stuff that i don't like to experience but i like to do that makes no sense to me i think there's a lot more people that like to be on the active end of scaring Mm -hmm. like the ones that get to see the other person jump or do whatever they do that's a little bit embarrassing when they get scared but don't they usually have kind of a thrill-seeking nature where they too like to be at least startled i guess you know most people are a bit like that that's why theme parks thrill rides do so well i think you might be a bit more rare (laughs) an oddity (laughs) (laughs) so to speak just that you you so dislike being scared that you avoid pretty much any situation where you might get scared Yeah. (laughs) Although you did drag me to Halloween Horror Nights. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, though, I think it worked out well because we had gone to Universal during the day. So by the time Halloween Horror Nights rolled around, we had driven eight hours to Florida, slept for maybe four hours, walked around uh, Islands of Adventure all day, and then went over to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. Right. And I was so exhausted, couldn't really do a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, we only made it to a couple of rides that, or a couple of houses that year. No, we only made it to one. Yeah. Was it really only the one? Cabin in the Woods. We waited for like three hours to go to Cabin in the Woods. I was like, oh, Sunday night, it shouldn't be that busy. And then I forgot (laughs) that it was the Sunday before Columbus Day at the time now, Indigenous People's Day. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it it was a very busy day. And I remember while waiting in line i was like i will wait for you in line and as soon as we get to the door i'll just meet you on the other side i remember having a and i remember this vividly i had a breakdown in line because i really 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 did not want to go in the haunted house i really didn't and then i was like i'm waiting in line this is this is so dumb why am i freaking out now well for good reason doggone it (laughs) there was no exit no there wasn't really a chance to get out of the line before stepping into the soundstage that had been turned into basically a haunted house version of the sets from Cabin in the Woods. Right. Had, had you seen it? I've seen Cabin in the Woods, well, yeah. Well, I mean, had you seen it before? Yes, okay. I had, I had. Um, and I actually liked it. There were parts of it, of course, I didn't like. Um, but for a scary isk movie, it had a lot more humor to it. Which made it watchable for me. So I didn't mind going in that house as much when I realized it was Cabin in Woods until I remembered there were a giant spider and uh, terrifying clowns. 
I remembered those were part of the cabin in the woods things, and I was like, <laughs> great. Thankfully, um, those did not show up. They didn't, thank goodness. Uh, no, but it didn't help that we were in front of a pack of 12 girls that instantly latched on to me specifically. Yeah, I got ignored real quick because when you're the one guy in front of a line of girls who are already shrieking at everything that isn't even supposed to scare them they almost they make eye contact with me and they give me a nod and that's it and i'm just kind of like okay i'm just kind of walking through now because i'm not the target right and as the first girl behind you because it's just us but then there happens to be a pack of 12 girls behind us (laughs) i look like the girl who thinks she's got her stuff together and is not afraid so you become the target yeah i was not thrilled i was not thrilled at all about that (laughs) that was not my intent i know (laughs) (laughs) luck of the draw the short stick i I guess i mean of course they saw me as like oh that's nice of him he's going out in front he's shielding them that's nice we're not gonna attack him go for the one up front yeah we're gonna go for the girl up front she thinks she's tough right all right all i will say in going through the haunted house it was cool because my brain i'm thinking okay it's not real they can't touch me. They can get really, really close to me, though, yeah. which I didn't think they could. And then I'm just trying to think, okay, just think about the movie. This is cool. This was in the movie. I remember this. Okay, that's great. That just scared the crap out of me. We're going to keep going. And then the gargling, like, mermaid thing that was... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot that actually showed up. Yeah, that was so gross. I was like, okay, moving on. Uh, and then towards the end, the girls behind us were so scared that they, like, literally, like, pushed us through <laughs> the rest of the house. And I was like... Yay. (laughs) (laughs) But then it didn't help because as soon as we got out of the house, we realized there wasn't much time left to really do anything. So we rode a couple of rides and they were roaming zombies. At this point, my energy tank is gone, completely depleted. I walked into a zombie, walked into her, made eye contact, and she went, "Ah," and then I screamed. I walked into her, made eye contact, and then she made the zombie noise, and then I screamed. You've only been the once. <laughs> I've been multiple times. At right, this and point. you go to a, a lot of the scary houses. Yeah, yeah. Scary houses. You can tell us. Oh, well, I know them. Scary houses. <laughs> well, well, to be specific, they at a uh, Halloween Horror Nights. I think at Fright Fest at Six Flags, mm-hmm. they're they're referred to the same. But they're haunted houses and scare zones. So the scare zones are just areas out and about where scare actors just jumping out at people. Right. Whereas a haunted house is a place you have to wait in line for. And go in and be Go in. And it's more of a, it's almost a maze, but most of them are all very much just a straight walkthrough. I find it amazing that people enjoy that. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. (laughs) But it's always been probably one of the highlights of my year to go down there for Mm -hmm. that, just because I always find it like a really fun time. Not only that you're walking around at a theme park that you love anyway, but that they've dressed it up for Halloween and a more intense Halloween. You think? (laughs) I mean, I I just love, I really love their icons. They have their headliner character for each year. Mm -hmm. Wasn't last year the clown guy? Well, yeah, I think it was, it, it was one of their anniversaries. And Jack the Clown 
has been an icon for them for multiple years. Mm -hmm. Like he was the, I think he was the first one and uh, he was it for a few years. And then they started cycling in new ones Mm -hmm. each year and having more of a theme to go with each character. And then they'd bring him back for another anniversary and then every so often so don't go on anniversaries (laughs) yeah he's he's one of the the big ones that when i went there with my mom Mm -hmm. a few times but the last time i went there with her i think it was last year he had his own house well it, it was actually more of an ode to all of the characters but it was him at the end sitting on a throne like 10 feet in the air and As soon as I saw him and you're just walking down the aisle towards him and it's supposed to be ominous and menacing, but I just threw my hands in the air, just went, Jack! Just like so excited to see him just because he's such a cool character. Like he's supposed to be scary, I know, because he's a clown and he's very, very scary looking, but he's got such a personality to him. He's he's kind of like a Beetlejuice to me in Mm. that way. Like, he's got a real good sense of humor, I think. You clearly did not watch It as a child. Well, it's he's, not, <laughs> he's, he's really not that kind of clown. No, I know. But those, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does not matter. That is what destroyed clowns for me. You know, me being the rebellious little, probably seven or eight year old that I was, watched a Stephen King movie. Yeah. About clowns. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. The newest one, the new Pennywise, does not scare me. I, I've he, seen the first part of the new one. He does not scare me. One, he sounds ridiculous. Two, you just kind of know by the way he looks, he's a bad guy. The reason why Pennywise was scary to me is because he looked like every clown you've ever seen before. Yeah. Yeah, he looked a lot like Bozo. Yeah, and I... I liked that show as a kid. So I had a point in time where I liked clowns. I thought they were weird. Wasn't like a super fan, but I used to watch yeah. Bozo. So to see Pennywise and then have him do what he did to children. Yeah. I even struggle with scary movies just in general. Like I like the Final Destination movies for whatever reason. Those don't bother me too much. They're more of a suspense thriller type. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, they're a slasher too. But. Well, they're basically based on the idea that death is some sort of entity that has a plan, mm-hmm. and when you mess with that plan, it comes back to get you even worse than you would have gotten it beforehand. Right. And pretty much nobody gets away from it. They may survive a sequel, or they'll they'll survive their original movie, but they don't survive a sequel. Right. Or they'll be killed off unceremoniously in between if they don't agree to come back for a sequel. <laughs> right. Like Devin Sawa was in the first mm. and into the second one. I will say their particular endings were very traumatic. And there was a lot of times it was watching through fingers because some of the gore was a bit like the tanning bed. That was a bit yeah. much. Obviously, we're all afraid of log trucks now. Yeah. Everybody's afraid of log trucks that's ever seen that movie. Because that scene was absolutely Oh, yeah. Horrifying. Well, well, it's so real. Yeah. You know? I think that's what a lot of them, um, up until, I think, some of the later sequels, mm. that the initial incident that they were trying to escape gets more and more outlandish, you know? Well, and I think that's maybe why that movie, as far as horror movies go, doesn't bother me as much. 
because there is some logic to it, Mm -hmm. as odd as it is. Whereas you have these horror movies of these random creatures you know nothing about or you can't see. My mind tends to take that and run with the who knows possibility. Oh, yeah. And then that fear of that could happen. Maybe not, or it could be worse, or I don't know, <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, Final Destination is kind of one of those causality sort mm-hmm. of movies where it shows you almost the Rube Goldberg effect of all these little things knocking into each other that make someone die down the line. Right, and know? maybe that's why it was entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it is a very interesting way to watch people die, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean yeah i mean it's gruesome it's gory but at least they make it interesting most of the time right and you know it's not real because it's very over the top in a lot of the ways mm-hmm. the first two are probably the most i would say first three i mean the third one's about the roller coaster i mean how often does that really happen have you seen headlines recently no i mean where <laughs> what happened in that oh movie yeah happens. no that one in particular but rides do fail a lot yeah so. i mean the first one plane crash yeah happens uh second one interstate pileup multiple people dead super relatable third one like we said roller coaster fourth one was a a race car crash where a car like flew into the stands and the stands were already crumbling so the whole thing like starts coming down around itself well to be fair that used to happen oh really yeah some there are some nascar crashes where um the crash would be so intense on the banking that they would go up and hit the fencing. Oh. And before they used to have real short fencing, but that's why they have super tall fencing now because sometimes they didn't catch the cars. Okay. And a lot of the smaller racetracks do have that issue. Oh. So it is based on some fact, but it's, like you said, it's a bit more far-fetched. Yeah. Because unless you go do that, you don't know. Of course, exaggerated in some respects. Yeah. Hollywood. And then the fifth one, which, spoilers, is a secret prequel. Because they don't make it known when it takes place in the timeline. Some of the other movies reference... The other mm. ones, just like when the characters are trying to figure out what's happening to them, they'll see in the history of like, oh, these people had premonitions and then they mm. tried to escape death, but you can't do it. And Tony Todd shows up at some point as a creepy mortician and, of course, explains everything to him. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, the fifth one starts with a bridge under construction. It collapses and the people on on a tour bus or i guess it's a office trip or something like that i've only watched the one once but one of them gets a premonition gets off the bridge before it all falls apart and saves a bunch of them but then of course right i don't know that i've seen that one i think i think after the fourth one i just kind of went all right i get it yeah it's, it's the same movie regurgitated with different deaths and, eh. <laughs> yeah that, that <laughs> one it was kind of a cool little hook at the end that they get on a plane headed for France, mm. and as they're seated, they see, from their perspective, the fight that happens at the beginning of the first one, oh. where they get pushed off the plane, because the other character had just had his premonition. Oh, okay, that's cool. But since it moved on to this other guy, he didn't have that vision until it was too late, and they got blown up on the plane. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, I I don't think I did see that one. Probably one of my least 
watched genres of movies and shows is the horror realm of yeah things. there's definitely those that go to the theater for that sort of thing mm-hmm. that watch that pretty much all the time especially around this time of year right like i know when we would go to theaters and they had all the trailers for like poltergeist or what was the one with the nun with the creepy face oh oh the conjuring yes i remember there were trailers for that and i was like you know what can we keep the scary movie trailers to the scary movies? Because I really don't want to see these. <laughs> yeah. I know I definitely have to be in the right mood mm-hmm. to watch a movie like that. Just because I have had those reactions to some movies where I'll not be able to sleep. Afterward. Yeah. But like my brain doesn't stop when I see movies like that. It'll either relive moments or it will take some of those moments and then alter them slightly to be even scarier than what the movie did. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, that'll keep me up. Uh, <laughs> so I tend to keep it to, you know, Final Destination. I've seen Scream. I've seen uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, wow. Those are the ones that I kind of stick to. Okay. But the, the... I've not seen Halloween or Freddy Krueger. Right. I've not seen, you know, any of those. So you like kind of the new age slasher. I would say much more of a slasher, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, because I know Scream, at least, is more of an homage movie anyway that Wes Craven did to the slasher genre that was very self-aware of all the rules mm-hmm. that you had to do to survive a, a scary movie. Jamie Kennedy's character, during his party, goes over all the rules of surviving a scary right. movie. Unfortunately, he, he only makes it into the second movie before he gets off too. But <laughs> <laughs> everyone was real upset about that. Everyone thought he should have made it a lot longer than he did. I mean, if he knew the rules, yeah, he probably should have. I mean, and the fact that he got it how he did was like in broad daylight in a van. Nobody saw it coming. I mean, I think that maybe that was the point. Like yeah. he had, even though he had all this preparedness, nothing could have prepared him for that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean... There there was the rumor or an early script concept that had him secretly coming back in the third one. Like, he actually survived his attack uh, in the second one. Insert eye roll. Right. Yeah, I mean, I know it would have been total fan service for... Right. For us to be like, yay, he lived! Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it'd be a similar thing that... For those of you who haven't seen the newest Scream movie, also spoilers, I think it's been pretty much talked about at this point that Dewey actually gets killed. Mm. Everyone was upset about it just because everyone loves Dewey, and the way that he went out was pretty dumb. I think, honestly, from the little of the genre that I've seen, they kind of have to do those things. If you want to keep it fresh, keep it scary, keep it, you know, people on their toes, you've got to kind of throw those weird deaths out there. Much like when we were watching Supernatural and it was a monster of the week. You know the very first character that comes on, if they're not Sam or Dean, they're going to die. They're going to be the (laughs) reason that Sam and Dean end up in that area. You just kind of know. And any show that's like that, you just know the first character that comes on screen is not one that's going to survive if it's not a main character. Yeah, either that or they're the one that finds the body. Right. Yeah, they're the one that leads up to whatever the the incident is. Right. Either they are the victim or they found the victim. So, you know, it gets kind of predictable and less scary. 
So you got to kind of throw in those unsuspecting endings to characters that people like just to give them an emotion. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they're not going to be scared, but they're going to be mad, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I like the idea of scary movies that kind of, but Scream kind of pointed out all these things of like, if this character does this, mm-hmm. then they die. Especially in the earlier ones, like Halloween, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. and Nightmare on Elm Street. None of which I've seen. <laughs> Literally none of which I've seen. <laughs> These huge franchises that have spanned like dozens of movies. Uh, a few crossovers, mostly between Freddy and Jason. I was going to say, didn't they have a Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, that one actually was a, it was a lot of fun to really? watch. Just because... I really like Freddy Krueger as a character, like much like Jack. He has lines, like he actually talks. The other two, they don't talk. Mm. He actually taunts his victims, so it can get a little bit funny at times. But he's still very scary. Mm. And since he operates in the dream world, like while you're asleep, everything can get really weird really quick. Okay, But it also especially when it first came out, made people afraid to go to sleep. Yeah, probably not a good thing for me. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, at least, um, like, Jason, he was very territorial. He stuck to Crystal Lake mostly, except for, like, that one time he went to New York. I mean, sometimes you got to see Times Square. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In the 10th one, they... 10th? Yeah. He gets brought to space. Like, a spaceship goes back to Earth like far in the future, finds a frozen Jason in the tundra of wherever Crystal Lake is now. Bring him on board. Thaw, That's smart. Yeah. Thaw him out and he somehow becomes alive and starts killing everyone on board. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jason gets real weird. Freddy gets real weird. Michael Myers with Halloween, it's probably the most grounded out mm. of them even though it gets let's say isn't it kind of boring by now i mean a little bit but they keep trying to reboot it rob zombie he had a go at it for a couple of movies they were actually pretty decent but his whole take on it is very different okay apparently the new trilogy the halloween halloween kills and halloween ends are basically retconning everything to after it's either the first or the second. Like, it's getting rid of all the stuff in between and just making it, like, these four or five movies. Hmm. And that after the events of the earlier movies, Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, mm-hmm. has been preparing for actually being able to fight Michael and killing him. Wow. Yeah. And apparently it gets real crazy in the in the new ones. Yeah, no, I've not. I mean, I keep seeing it, and I just, my first thought is, is still? Like, (laughs) more? And then I know there's Chucky, which cursed living dolls scare me, so that's not a good option. That Um, that one actually has a new series. I I think I heard that, and I'm not okay with it. Um, (laughs) Because to me, Chucky, I know, like, the original Chucky's, like, the very first one was, I've heard, is really, really scary like bride of chucky gets a little bit funnier because obviously that's the back and forth between oh him her, and uh, uh jennifer telly's character yeah the the bride and then i think in the third one after that they have kids well the something the, the first three 
child's play movies mm-hmm. are well they're called child's play not right. not chucky yeah, whatever but Chucky. yeah <laughs> but the, i mean the, the the later movies are actually called something of chucky oh oh okay yeah so that I didn't and, know. and i feel like those ones are making this the distinction that the child's play movies are meant to be more scary whereas the chucky movies are meant to be more like a horror comedy okay okay so bad i know the one i haven't seen that kind of interests me is trick or treat okay yeah i don't know much about it but i know everyone loves it yeah apparently it's kind of a cult classic i haven't watched it either but apparently sam yeah the the kid that is always at spirit of halloween and like every decoration right just this little kid with like a little lollipop yeah, and a thing. and a sackcloth over his yeah, head yeah or occasionally like an alien head yeah i've seen well it, it's apparently like that's actually the shape of his head oh under the sack oh yeah all right then <laughs> <laughs> so he's not an alien he's well, actually like a kid well i think it, it's like a pumpkin head almost oh yeah um, but he's human i don't know Oh, okay. I don't know. That's right. You haven't seen it. Never yeah. mind. I'm like, I'm asking you like, you know the answer. So <laughs> I'm like, like is he know. human? Is he, what, what is the story? I don't, <laughs> how do you not know? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's a few that have made it by me that I just haven't watched, but I have seen quite a few of the newer ones. A lot of the old horror movies. No. They, they kind of, no. they kind of hit different. The older ones are definitely, even though the production quality is lesser, the story, those are scary. Yeah. Those are really, really scary. I think it's almost because the production quality is less that it feels scarier because you can't see it as well. Mm -hmm. So your brain fills it in worse. True. Oh, I know another one that I actually like. I don't know if it qualifies as a horror movie because nobody really talks about it. But it's the the one you asked me the other day if I still wanted the movie, Maximum Overdrive. Oh. (laughs) I know it's a really corny movie. It's terrifying, though. Yeah. Like, when the gas station comes to life and that lady, like, loses her hand in the blender, that just messes me up every time. Every time. I'm like, the blender scene. (laughs) Yeah. I think as far as Stephen King goes, he writes horror right so if they make a movie out of it it's pretty much in that genre like the shining i don't think i've seen the shining the shining is creepy i mean even we we talked about it in um the ready player one podcast oh yeah yeah that the scenes that you've seen in that feel like they're pulled straight from the movie Mm. i mean some of them are a lot more exaggerated like uh the garden part or whatever yeah i mean the garden part is basically near the end of the movie Jack Nicholson's character has gone crazy and is trying to kill his wife and kid. Oh, that's that movie. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like, whenever I think of The Shining, that's the two little girls in the hallway. I didn't know that was the same as the Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. I didn't know those were two in the same. I thought they were two separate movies. No. Okay, no, I'm not watching that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was a, a Kubrick movie that they say is just laden with secret symbology and stuff like that. Oh, or symbolism yeah that is it's a classic but it is also super creepy i highly recommend just watching ready player one <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll get the cliff notes yeah. <laughs> i think i've seen the birds before i have not seen the birds 
that one, from what I remember, it's not really scary per se. It's unnerving. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those ones. Hitchcock talked about going way back to the beginning of horror. He always had to operate around the Hayes Code, Mm -hmm. which was an early Hollywood censorship thing. So you couldn't show blood, you couldn't show violence. Mm -hmm. Basically a lot of the stuff that the horror genre is built around now. Right. But for him, he had to imply it so much more that everyone saw it in their head Mm. rather than on the screen. And your head can be a much scarier place. Oh, that's why I don't watch scary movies. <laughs> I, I just will not. <laughs> so across pretty much all of his movies, you'll see that they're a lot more thriller mm-hmm. or just implied horror. Okay. Rather than like explicit, like in your face, like someone's getting their right. eyes pecked Guts out and or something. Gore yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that would make it a lot more terrifying, but... I mean, it was it was still uh, terrifying from what I remember. Granted, I was probably younger, and if I watched it now, it might not be the same, being older. <laughs> <laughs> but thinking about it now, I've seen a lot more scary movies than I thought I had. I'm just not the classics that everyone likes. Like, I know at Spirit, they have, like, the Killer Clown from Outer Space or whatever, animatronic. Yeah, for some reason, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is making a huge resurgence right now. Hmm. I, I wonder if they're doing a new movie? Probably. I haven't watched that movie in years, and I remember seeing parts of it as a kid, probably when I wasn't supposed to. Always. (laughs) Another thing with watching clowns when you're not supposed to. (laughs) But I remember they have like this gun that turns people into cream pies or something like that. But it actually liquefies them on the inside. Yeah, it's super gross. I haven't watched it as an adult. I'm pretty sure it's more cheesy now. That's probably true. But also, that's leading back to Halloween Horror Nights. That's one of the houses. I'm gonna pass. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna hard pass on that. I'm just trying to think of all the things that I've seen at Spirit. Because I love going to Spirit. I don't usually go around the animatronics. Because obviously, the very first couple of weeks when they're working, everybody's hitting them. Everyone's setting them off and you hear screaming. And I don't like that. Usually by this time of the month, most of their animatronics are either gone or broken. So I don't mind going near them at that point. I'm just trying to think, like, I know one year, like, skeletons were super huge and everything was some kind of skeleton. This year it seems to be more, there's more clowns, which they're always around. So I think that's why I'm kind of like, I don't like them. I don't know that I'm necessarily desensitized. So if somebody's dressed as a clown and they come up and scare me, I will probably turn into a puddle (laughs) and cry just because they still terrify me. But I'm better when they're stationary, at least. (laughs) I used to be terrified to go down those aisles. Like I would be watching my back the whole time going through these aisles that have clown masks or the little hanging clown guys or anything that was clown related. I'm not quite so much that way anymore, thankfully. But that chew was really creepy, though at uh, spirit the one that where you it like taps on its own and makes oh. the clown music yeah that's terrifying i don't like that at all it starts tapping its toes and it's making this like happy clown music and this like demented clown laughing in the background and yeah and then it slows down gets distorted and and i was like nope nope don't like that 100 percent. don't like it <laughs> i'm walking away i'm i'm definitely a uh a fun one to be around in in scary stores like that. 
Uh, I hope to one day be able to go back to a haunted house. Like, I would like to be brave enough, but I know that I would pull the unfortunate short stick and be stuck in front of a group of 12 girls again. <laughs> I just, I that would well, that's how it would be. Well, you know that if you go with a group, you can kind of decide the order more. That's true. Than, than group. as a couple, yeah. Yeah, it's like... Am I in front? Where are you in front? <laughs> it's definitely not me because we're not moving if it's me. <laughs> They'd be like, keep walking. Nope. Mm-mm. I mean, I guess if we really wanted to, we could have let the group behind you go in front of us. And no, then... they were using us as human shields. Oh, right. They, they were like, yeah. she even apologized to me. She's like, I'm sorry if I grab you. And I'm like, okay. So they knew. She knew she was going to grab my arm. I had bruises oh. on my arm of her fingers that had dug into my arms. I was like, cool. Well, you protected a bunch of younger girls. Cool. I was terrified. Yeah. <laughs> my battery went yeah. from like 30% that day to like negative 187. <laughs> and then I kept going. I was like, cool. We're running on literally nothing. Hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I will say, looking back on it now, it was, I'll put fun in quotations, um, <laughs> as awful as that sounds, but I can laugh about it now because it was a very funny experience. I did enjoy the house of all the houses that were there. That was the one that I was like, yes, I would be okay going into this one because it's Cabin in the Woods. And that was kind of a weird, scary movie. Yeah, I think that one is definitely on its own mm-hmm. as far as what movies are like it because no one has really taken the idea that all of these horror movies exist in the same universe right that they're at facilities that are created by this organization that keeps elder gods at bay by sacrificing people to them but I mean, that's actually kind of a cool concept. I mean, it is a very cool concept, but you've never seen it. Right. Like that. I wouldn't mind a remake of that one. Yeah, or a sequel. Who knows what would happen if you followed the story farther. Yeah. All I know is I'm glad that they picked, like, the family. Because if they'd have picked, like, the spiders or the clowns, that would have been a very different movie. And I'd have been very upset. Yeah. I'd have been very, very upset. <laughs> yeah, I like going back to that scene where all the people in the facility are taking bets on mm-hmm. which on they had which, a deadpool <laughs> <laughs> i mean the, the which which characters are going to be summoned right and i always i always like looking at the little bits and pieces that's one of those earlier joss whedon things mm-hmm. that it's scary but it's also funny right someone else that's also like that is edgar wright okay with his do? um Shaun of the dead Hot oh Fuzz, yeah 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 and uh, at World's End. Mm-hmm. I did like those. Dealing with zombies. Mm-hmm. Sociopathic neighborhood watch. Yeah. Or psychotic as well. Because yeah. they do kill a lot of people. And then alien robots that are trying to take over Earth to make it a better place. Where are they again? <laughs> <laughs> at the end of it, they tell them to leave. Because they're human and they do not like being told what to do. Yeah, but truly, though, <laughs> might still need your help. I didn't even think about those. Like, I guess Shaun of the Dead would kind of qualify. In it's what definitely, you, you it's know. definitely one of the more graphic. Right. That, that and Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. At World's End isn't so much since 
I don't think people really die so much in that. It's mostly destroying robots and they happen to have blue blood. Right. So that kind of... It's still kind of gory per se. But I think definitely when it comes to Halloween time, there are certain scary movies that you watch. I don't know that I know of many people that like, hey, it's Halloween, let's watch Poltergeist. You know what I mean? Like that's not... Yeah. Some of them do. I, Not everybody. But... I remember one year we watched The Exorcist. Ugh, why? Because it's the mostly voted as the scariest movie of all time. I know. Why? <laughs> because it's Halloween. Oh, yeah. I mean, would you rather like play on a Ouija board? Honestly, I'd rather watch Craft. Oh, no, I don't like that. No? No, th- there's... She I'm... gets crazy. I know. The one girl in it, she's also in Waterboy. Mm-hmm. For some reason, no offense to her, but she creeps me out when I look at her. <laughs> I guess because she's she's so light-skinned mm-hmm. and her eyes are so, so piercing big, yep. and blue that you're just kind of like, you are intense. I think that's what makes it <laughs> so fun is because it starts off as an innocent little thing and then it's no longer innocent. And I still remember being a kid having watched that. Why I watched these movies as a child lord only knows but i still remember trying to play that game light as a feather stiff as a board oh, yeah. i remember doing that i don't think it ever worked but we tried um and i don't know i i always liked that movie i, I kind of forgot about it until just now i was like oh yeah the craft that was it <laughs> i would consider that to be a halloween movie i mean it's about witches so yeah, yeah. i think kind of like we discussed last week anything that's really like witches ghosts zombies those kind of things all fall under the Halloween movie, even if they're not Halloweeny. Yeah, I mean, if if they're not set around Halloween, usually people watch them anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, all all of the um, ones based off of Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. all those movies. How many of those are there? Yeah, true. There's that whole franchise. I would say the one oddity of the Halloween movies that I don't think we discussed last week because it didn't really fit, but it doesn't really fit this week either, is Beetlejuice. Yeah. It's not that it's not family-friendly, but it's not little kid-friendly because it is right. kind of scary. Well, it, and, it, and it also has language. Right. <laughs> but it's not... I wouldn't put it in the horror movie, like, scary, scary stuff. It's like that sweet spot right in the middle where it's just enough to be unnerving but still funny and family friendly enough to be like, hey, we're having a good time, you I, know. I get that. Yeah, there are certain parts I remember as a kid not wanting to watch. Because, I think that whole dinner scene's terrifying. Because it upset me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the car crash mm-hmm. near the beginning, that always upset me. Yeah, the end of the dinner scene where they all get grabbed by the face. That still startles me yeah. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, it's the hand and um, Near, near the end when Barbara and Adam are deteriorating on the table. Right. And the Dietzes are all like tied up by her, her art. That was the part that scared me, I think, the most is when her art came to life and mm. like grabbed them. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then there are a lot of humorous parts. Right. Beetlejuice himself. Hilarious. Right. So yeah, it is that really weird, I, I want to call that the sweet spot of Halloween for me. It's enough to be like, it's adult, but it's like enough to be like, I'm still, I'm safe. You know, <laughs> like, it's not going to hurt me. It might startle me a little bit. It might kind of, uh, but it's not going to like give me nightmares. It's not going to make me, I hate jump scares. I hate 
jump scares. I know when they're coming in trailers. I know when they're coming in movies. And I loathe them (laughs) entirely because I'm just like, no. And I'll literally look away from the screen. I'll be like, I know it's coming. And I'm just not going to watch until it happens. And sometimes it's five minutes or so that I will not watch the movie. I'll just look away. (laughs) And then I'll hear the sound. I'm like, yep, knew it was a jump scare. And I'll start watching again. Right. Because I I don't know why, but there's just, there's no point to me in a jump scare. I I just dislike them so much. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's one of those things that's just supposed to keep the movie going when there's not a whole lot of story to tell. But they got to fill the runtime to make it actually yeah. movie length. Well, usually, I always know it's coming because there's suspenseful music out of nowhere. Kind of like when you're playing a video game and you get that boss music. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, crap. Or, or, or you get to that room where there's a lot of ammo and health packs. Yep. And you're just like, yep, this <laughs> is happening. Okay, cool. And you just hear bad guy music and you're like, I don't see anybody. Like, where are they? <laughs> but I, you, there's always that music and there's always that like back and forth of almost catching something. Oh, they'll, like, yeah. Just see like a shadow and they'll turn real quick and be like, what was that? And you're like, oh, oh yeah, that, that is a whole thing that we haven't really talked about before is like the scary games. Yes, that's the other scary games and scary books. I am curious because I've never done either. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would react. I think scary games would be like scary movies for me. Would not end well. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the last, I guess, scary book that I read was Under the Dome. Mm-hmm. It's um a, another Stephen King book. They turned it into a series. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically about a small town that is inexplicably surrounded in a dome. Isn't that like a Simpsons episode? It was for... the premise of the movie. Okay, yeah. That sounds like that sounds really familiar. This book came out way before, before that. Well, not way before, but before the movie. Oh, okay. Or did it? Actually, I need to check that because that might be another Simpsons premonition thing. <laughs> that would be weird. So, did you think that the when you were reading the book from what you remember, did you actually get scared? reading the book or is Um, it different like how is watching a scary movie compared to reading a scary book so i guess when you're reading it depending on how well the writer is describing it Mm -hmm. they can either leave a lot to your imagination or they can describe in detail what happened to the characters Mm -hmm. but do you get as scared though like are there jump scares in in those books I mean, how do they do that? I mean, I guess it isn't really meant to be a jump scare because you're reading it mm-hmm. at like a regular speed. Like it isn't fast enough for your brain to be like, what just happened? I have to go back and reread. <laughs> like you right. can't really jump scare somebody twice in a book. There are things that happen that are unexpected, mm-hmm. but I don't think you really get jump scared into it. It's more of a... Wanting to find out what happens. So more of a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Most most horror books or books that become horror movies start as thrillers. Okay. And because you're able to see everything that is going on in the book, it becomes more visceral. Hmm. Maybe I need to read a horror book. 
I mean, I'm not a super avid reader, but I've always been curious to know what a horror book, like a Stephen King book, like, what does that feel like to read? Will my heart start racing? Will I get scared? Because, you know, there's books, they'll make you laugh, they'll make you cry, they'll make you feel things. But can they actually make you scared in the same way that a movie makes you scared? That's true. I don't know. I've yeah. never done it. Yeah, I know there's there were certain parts, and this happens in a lot of the books that I read, that if the chapter, if the next chapter turns to a character that wasn't really getting a lot of uh, attention, mm-hmm. I kind of know that that character's gonna die. Mm. Um, especially. I, and I especially get kind of a dread. Of getting to that part. Right. Mm. So it's more of a dread feeling. More of just like more a... More of a sick to your stomach kind of thing? Maybe? Sometimes. Really? Yeah, like you're like, I don't want to know what happens to this character, but I know it's going to happen. I gotta read it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to read one. I want to <laughs> know if it's going to like scare me. But I'm so afraid like... My brain is going to run away with the words and like magically make pictures because I don't see pictures when I read. It's weird. I don't. I'm not one of those turning words into pictures kind of things. So reading was never super fun for me. But that would be the time my brain would decide to make pictures is on a horror book. Oh. And be like, hey, you really need to see what this looks like. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> now I want to read one, though. Oh. Yeah, they're... They're pretty good. Yeah, a lot of them have a lot of different genres that they kind of cross into. Like, they definitely bring some humor Mm -hmm. just to lighten it up a bit. Because it can be a lot to read a book that is constantly so just... A constantly dark book. Yeah. Yeah, and I I know those exist out there. I'm I'm pretty sure Anne Rand is like that. Like, all of her writing is very just... (laughs) And but people like it. Those people are usually very, mm. very. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, I think like you're saying. I think uh, horror games. I actually was watching a video earlier today about Markiplier, the the big Twitch guy. He was playing a game. Oh, I forget what it was. Now I don't know that it was supposed to be a horror, but it was like a hacker game or something. Like Watchmen or something, Watchmen oh. Two maybe. Oh, Watch Dogs. No, not Watch Dogs. It was so. It premise basically, you're like you're searching for stuff. You're hacking into these computers, playing these puzzle games and stuff. Very much like Watch Dogs, but it's a specific. I can't remember exactly what it is now, but it looked like it was kind of on the horror side of things because there were certain characters that would pop up and literally just off you immediately. Oh wow. Um, and apparently the the creator of the game could have access like he would watch the twitch streams of people playing his game and if they like started talking bad about him he'd hack into their specific stream and instant kill them in their game multiple times wow yeah and just make it like next to impossible to win um that's not very fun no it's not and apparently a lot of people do not like this particular person because of that um yeah yeah, I was like, why would you do that? But it looked like it was a horror game. And so I'm seeing him like scream. And I've seen these games where it's like, I don't want to go down this hall. I don't want to do this. And I was like, 
you've got your headsets on. You're fully immersed in this game. It is now you. It yeah. is not a player. And and now there's that step into VR. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Where people no. are walking around with the with the joysticks. Like one is a maybe sometimes a gun or maybe like a melee weapon. And the other is a flashlight. And they're all shaking and looking around. <laughs> I would be fetal position screaming. Yeah, there cops would be called. <laughs> there, I know there was kind of like a onslaught of those sort of games where it was like a like many versus one sort of scenario where mm-hmm. one person gets to be this really overpowered monster or like I know they did a, a Friday the Thirteenth like that where one mm-hmm. person gets to be Jason and the rest of the people are characters from the movies mm-hmm. and everyone's trying to hide from Jason if he gets close but also find a way to leave and most of the time it has to do with finding enough fuel to put in the car to, mm-hmm. to drive away gotcha but the whole time the char- the the player that's Jason has these certain powers that he can like teleport around the map great yeah i mean that, that's it kind of goes in line with how the movies kind of went jason like, can teleport in the well, movies? well no but it, it just oh. kind of seems like he can be in be like, wherever you are yeah like uh, he's okay. very quick i was like wait now this guy no. would be a very scary no, movie no, no. <laughs> but it always just seemed like jason could move really fast like mm-hmm. be in multiple places at once that sort of thing uh he can uh, break down doors, go through weak walls and stuff like mm, that. Fair. Pick up you random. Just, you're not just like running through the field and trip on nothing, do you? right? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, no. Like, well, I mean, there's as the counselor type characters, you have to like make sure your breathing isn't too loud, that you don't get too scared, because what? as you get scared, you get louder. What? I'm I'm so dead he, immediately. Yeah. So, so so he can hear you and find you if you're hiding. No, no, but no. Yeah. So it's one of those sort of games. That they've had a lot of those sorts of games. Uh, they also have these new ones where it's much more cinematic. We've talked about those before, mm-hmm. where you're almost watching a movie, but you have a choose your own adventure sort of thing, where it's like, do you press this button and go this way, or do you press that button and go that way? Mm-hmm. Um, Usually it leads to, like, one of those, you died, go back to that page. That's kind of <laughs> like how I felt about um, when I played Heavy Rain. Um, and it's not a horror game, but it was very much a cinematic, quick time event type of game. And I will say, even though it wasn't a horror game, knowing that when your character died, that was it for that character, that brought on some massive anxiety. When they're like, hey, cut off your finger. And I'm like, what? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. But then you might not get the clue to save your kid. And I'm like, but but if I die, right? that's it. I'm done. So and, I can't. And you, and you managed to kill everybody. I killed everybody. Even the bad guy. <laughs> and the funny thing was, is I watched all the possible endings on YouTube and that was not one of them. Wow. Yeah. I don't know that that was supposed to happen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I did a really bad job at that game because I'm not good at quick time events. 
which is why I think horror games would scare me because if it required a quick press of a button, I'm too busy screaming and looking away to know what I'm supposed right. to be doing. And and now the ones with the the more um, sensitive controllers or whatever, some of them are like, don't move. <sighs> okay. Don't hit a button. Don't like they, they have that voice activated thing in the controller. Don't breathe. What? First off. If it's voice activated, I'm already on edge. I will scream just from the voice activation, not even the game, will startle me. And then they're like, don't move. And then that will scare me to move. And I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> Immediately, I am dead. I would probably be the funniest person to watch playing a scary movie in VR. Yeah. Because I, I don't, I don't handle well. Right. <laughs> I feel bad that we didn't bring them up earlier with the haunted houses, but one of the biggest ones in the country is local to us. Oh, and yeah. I mean, they they come to Dragon Con every year with mm-hmm. with their floats and everything. Netherworld, right? They have been huge in the Atlanta area for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. They do like two or three houses a year. Mm-hmm. They used to be off of eighty five, but now they've got their own Atlanta. area. Yeah. Yeah, now they're over near uh, Stone Mountain. Mm-hmm. It's a much bigger area, right? I haven't been to the new spot myself, but they are apparently on their own street. Yeah, I think it's like Netherworld Street. <laughs> yeah, or it's something. like six 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 Netherworld Way. Yeah, the fact that they got or, to get... or was it thirteen thirteen? No, I think it might have been six six six. I can't. I can't exactly remember, but I know their production quality of their their sets and their uh scare actors are absolutely insane they i would say their training is probably heavier than zombie training for walking dead oh yeah honestly um because they are in it i mean it can be hot as all get out these people are in full latex outfits walking the parade at dragon con yep nothing stops them they're still running their chainsaws some of them are still you know the sliders right you know they're still doing their thing and i'm like what that is dedication like i don't (laughs) even know what to say other than that is a different breed of people yeah I, i just it's and they've got some um like i know every time that they come i'm always in awe of their float and always in awe of everything they have um, but there are a lot of characters that they keep using. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot that I've seen like, oh, I remember that guy. And oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay. The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they have, I think there's like a dragon or something they always have on their float. It's probably a set piece that they can mobily just throw oh. on a float and then throw back into their, you know, right. their haunted place. So I remember when they were at the old location off of 85, there was a giant spider <laughs> That stayed on the roof of their building like year round just because it was so hard to get down. Like it was just like a little figurine, but it was a giant black widow that just. I thought they had the giant pumpkin too. Didn't that stay up or was that Um, something else? I think that was on the ground. I think you're right. I do remember that. But I I remember mostly just seeing that on top of their building like year Mm, round just netherworld right at the top corner. 
Well, and apparently it's becoming such a big thing that even the Georgia Fairgrounds, the Renfest, has picked up their Halloween. Oh, yeah, they have um, the village now. Yeah, the village. And they're working with 13 Stories, who is another big mm-hmm. um, haunted attraction place. Right. So apparently people like this stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy people like this stuff. <laughs> a lot of crazy people. And I'm so mad because I know I will never survive in Netherworld. I know that for 100% for a fact. I would never. I don't even know if I could get into the parking lot. <laughs> I just, no, it wouldn't happen. I'm going to stay in the car. No. <laughs> no, if it's anything like the Haunted Mansion ride down in the elevator, that wasn't the ride. It's probably scarier oh, to stay in the parking lot. Tower of Terror. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, tar- Tower of Terror. Yeah, taking that elevator ride. Compared to riding the ride, it's probably scarier to sit in the parking lot than it is to go through the haunted house. Because they're like, oh, we do chicken. And then you become a target again. Oh, yeah. But I was kind of hoping the village, because it's more open, because they're still using the fairgrounds for the Renfest. They're still using the Renfest area. That maybe it would be more like a Halloween Horror Nights kind of feel with scare spaces. Apparently it's supposed to be two different spots. Two different areas mm-hmm. where the front area is um, more free admission sort of thing or like it's the main area that's open. Mm-hmm. And then they do haunted tours of the scary area mm. that you pay for separately. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I know. I think last year was their, this is only their second year, right? I think so. So last year, I think, I don't think they had that distinction last year. Right. Yeah. Last, or uh, 2020 was the year they didn't have it in the spring because everything was shut down. Uh, but they had the thing in the fall and we were like, right. ooh, we like this. Yeah. The fall was really nice there. It was like, ooh, a Ren Fest in the fall. This is great. Yeah. We get to see what that's like for all those people. And at night, it's well lit. Mm-hmm. Amazingly. Yeah. So they're still open when it gets dark. So they have to light everything, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. So they just took that and went, hmm. Yeah. We'll make a scaring event. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's, could we just like have a daytime, like spooky, not so scary <laughs> Halloween event where people can dress up and have a good time? And and then the crazy people can stay and be scared to death? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. This is always such a hard time for me because I want to join in the festivities but I will admit, I am a chicken. <laughs> I am an absolute chicken. I don't like being scared. But I want to I wanna play with everybody and the fun stuff. And I want to dress up and do the fun things and see. I really want to see, like, the sets, the costumes, the makeup. But they're too busy scaring me that I can't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, that's not nice. Yeah, you'd have to work there. I know, but I'm afraid if I work there, I'd be, like, scaring constantly just because those are the type of people they are oh yeah you know like everything would be a jump scare and i would be on edge constantly oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'd find out how easy you are to scare and they yeah you'd have to wear depends <laughs> every day they're like ma'am you are not that old why do you need depends i'm a scare actor and i'm a target <laughs> i'm gonna need to be put in like the protection program <laughs> from all that Oh, yeah, no, I think it'd be fun, though. Yeah, but don't worry. I know this week got a little intense. (laughs) That's why next week we're taking a break from the spooky 
We're talking about Black Adam because that's coming out soon. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. When I first heard that Dwayne Johnson was going to be Black Adam, I thought, okay, I can kind of see that. Maybe. Seems a little weird. Because I, th- I think at that point when they announced it, he was in literally everything. Yeah. And I was like, ugh, another Dwayne. But okay, whatever. But seeing what I've seen so far in the trailers, having played Injustice and seeing Black Adam, I think he's a great fit. Oh, yeah. I think he's a fantastic fit for Black Adam. And I'm really excited to see if they bring in Zachary Levi as Shazam to fight against him in that movie. I think he's supposed to be like an anti-hero or is he supposed to be like a straight up villain? Well, I think he's on the level of kind of starting as what they perceive him as a villain, but more of an anti-hero, I think. So, yeah, I I imagine since we're also getting a Shazam movie this year, Mm -hmm. that this is more like Black Adam versus Shazam part one. Okay. And the Shazam movie will be more like Black Adam versus Shazam part two. (laughs) True. Or maybe this is like the introduction of Black Adam, so that way when he shows up in Shazam, we're not like, who's that? Oh, yeah. You know? Like, yeah, that would make sense, too. But I'm just, I'm excited because, I mean, obviously, Dwayne Johnson's an amazing actor. He has a wide range where, you know, he can go from playing Maui to now he was in... Uh, Jungle Cruise. Jumanji. He goes way back to, like... The Mummy days when oh, he first started. The Scorpion King. Yeah, which horrible CGI. I'm sorry for him, but yeah, back um, when he was still The Rock. Right. Yeah, and then he became Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and now he's just Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, we'll probably do a little brief overview of his stardom. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to because he just really, like I said, he's he's an outstanding human being. He's used to be a wrestler. Now he's an actor. Like, he's had a lot going on. Yeah. And he's come from, I mean, he's got a TV show, too. Yeah. So you can see where he came from. So I'm just excited to really see him take on the superhero role. I'm sad it's DC. But they are doing better now. They are. And Shazam is my favorite DC, along with, I think, Aquaman maybe being second. Yeah. But Shazam's my favorite so far. I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in this week. Tune in next week for Black Adam. We are Geeky Geeky Dinks. Dinks.